Welcome to the Soul of Nonviolence podcast with Pache Bene Nonviolence educator, trainer, and author, Veronica Pellicard. Each week, Veronica shares a short reflection based on one of the daily nonviolence quotes Pache Bene sends out to help each of us live the nonviolent life. Be sure to sign up for those emails at pachebene.org. Thanks for listening. Now here's Veronica. Hello, friends. Here we find ourselves again together to look at a quote. But let's start with a little centering exercise. The invitation here is to rest the mind. There is a very close relationship between our thoughts and our emotions. So let's start by putting our hands on our hearts with incredible tenderness towards ourselves. And from that place of tenderness and appeasement of ourselves, let's introduce the concept of resting the mind. For so many of us, the idea that we can rest the mind is very new. We think of resting the body, but we can do this with practice, rest the mind. So the quote that we are going to look at today is by Ken Buttigan, and it says, violence draws life from the endless stories that push its power, but things can work the other way too. Stories of the nonviolent option can unexpectedly seep into a right brain, disturb the certitude of the violence operating system, and open breathing space. So that's by Ken Buddigan. So if we were asked to define violence, how would we do it? What is really violence? So I'm going to offer here a few definitions to deepen our understanding of violence. The first one is violence is any physical, emotional, verbal, institutional, structural, or spiritual behavior attitude, policy, or condition that diminishes, dominates, or destroys ourselves or others. It crosses boundaries without permission, disrupts authentic relationships, and separates us from other beings. It often erupts from feelings of fear or anger, and violence often provokes new violence. So this we have seen in the life of the world, in our own lives, in relationships, we see how this, what Ken Buttigan calls stories that push its power. And what he's saying here too, is that we believe 
that violence can solve problems. We have been practicing this for millennia. And, and we believe that we can solve problems with violence. But actually, we don't. Actually, as I've said, violence often provokes new violence. So we need what, what is being said in the quote is that we need to revise this story and to see if it is true or not. So replacing the story of violence with the nonviolent option can really create new neural pathways in the brain. And this is what we have to do. Like, we have to work at creating new neural pathways in the brain that are fed with a different story. That is the core of the invitation. And I think that though we are experiencing a very difficult moment in humanity where polarization is increasing, there are so many signs out there that show the beginning of a change in the story of violence. The young people are expressing themselves in different ways than young people did, say, in the 1950s. And so they have a different perception of what it is to live on this earth and be a human being on it. We know now through the discoveries of the brain, we know more about the brain in the last 20 years than we did in the whole of human history. We know through neuroplasticity that we can change our brains, how our brains perceive things. And one of the most interesting possibilities would be to wake up to the realization that a new story of nonviolence is emerging and to focus on that. There was a very um, poignant, I would say, article in the New York Times a short while ago where it was said that actually uh, we want to read violent stories. We, we are not interested so much in, in the good stories. We, we want these strong sensations that stories that heighten the violence and that that show things to be worse than what they really are, etc. And so the media give us that because that's what we want. That was what the article fundamentally said. But I don't think that is true for all of us. I think that all a lot of people want in their hearts peace for their children. They want a future for their children. They want for themselves too. They want to live in a world where there is joy and where there is where there is cooperation. So we need to change our belief systems. And also 
we need to show the media and politicians that we have a new story here emerging and they have to change their story of us because otherwise we are feeding the same loop over and over again. And that is not healthy. And that is not good for the future of humanity. So what Ken is saying here, that we have to disturb the certitude of the violence operating system, which is the example I just gave, is exactly what needs to happen. Because that is what is going to give us breathing space, not the opposite. So I invite you this week to really think deeply. Do you want violence or nonviolence? What is best for the life of the world, for your own life, or for the life of your children? Thank you so much for listening. I hope this was useful. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out pachabene.org for more resources on nonviolence and join one of our many online nonviolence courses. Peace and all good to you this day.